What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Chanel, and welcome to another segment of Candid Talk with Chanel. Just so you know, September 21st, I will be launching my podcast officially. It will be roundtable style. I'm super excited. Cannot wait until you can get a taste of what is to come. I wanted to come on briefly today because some of you may know, some of you may not know, I truly have been a fan of Michael Bayston since I was a preteen. I remember listening to him when he was on 98.7 KISS FM. I remember um, watching his late night talk show that was on TV One. I also used to always listen to his podcast, The Michael Bayston Show, when I'd be driving home from my former job when I was commuting back and forth about 45 minutes to an hour every day. Listening to his podcast would help me get through traffic and just, you know, having to drive after a long days of work, right? So I always loved that Michael Basin talked about controversial issues. He talked about uh, the differences between men and women, how it's hard to see eye to eye and just how a man thinks. He's written books about this type of subject matter. And so I've always been a true fan of Michael Basin. I say that to say this. I'm at my day job, I'm at work, and um, I happen to glance at my phone, and I see that he posted on Facebook this uh, question. He often, that's his style of, of interacting with his fans, you know, he posted a question, and it was all about when considering to date someone, be in a relationship with them, and even marriage, right, or even being married to them. How important is hygiene and how they, as we say, keep house, how they live? Do they live in the clean quarters? Is their home clean? And I remember dying laughing as I'm at work because I've always thought along these lines as well. For me, cleanliness is important. Having good hygiene is super important. I always was attracted to a man who smelled amazingly good. I love to smell good. I love to put on perfume or essential oils every day. Even if I'm not even leaving my damn house, y'all, I'm always um, making sure after I bathe my skin (laughs) that I am putting on some type of perfume or essential oil just for myself. Um, I also am big on my house smelling clean. I'm always running diffusers or candles. I'm big on when I do laundry that the clothing gets super clean and smells amazingly good. And even my car, y'all. Um, I'm big on my car smelling good. I can't stand like that stale smell. Like when you when you go into someone's car, let's say you get in a ride to the train or you get in a ride wherever and you, you hop in their car and it has like this stale, like kind of slightly musty, smells like skin, like you've just been out all day. Y'all remember, my mom used to always say this, and I'm sure a lot of other people's mothers, grandmothers have said this, you know, you, you're out all day at school, you come home, or you're out outside playing when you're younger, and you know, my mom used to always be like, you smell like the street, like go take a bath kind of thing. It's like, I never understood that until I became an adult. There is a, a smell that you and your clothing can have when you've been out and about all day. And so, um, you know, when you get into somebody's car and it's like, it just smells stale, slightly like musty, funky, and just smells like you've been out all day in the street, right? Like you need to wash your ass. <laughs> so um, I've, I've always been big on that, you know, probably me as a young girl growing up and always seeing my mother, you know, bathing with um, 
like whether it was Bath and Body Works products or always there was always shower gels or even before shower gels were a thing when it was just all about that bar soap. My mom used to always buy like Caress, you know what I'm saying? Like shout outs to Caress. Till this day, I still have Caress bar soap in my house. <laughs> That's my go-to when I run out of any of my shower gels, like Caress bar soap. That soft peach looking color one, oh, that joint was on. <laughs> so I grew up with a mother who, you know, would bathe with the bar soaps that smelt good. She wasn't bathing with ivory soap or like the regular schmegular degular, as Cardi B would say, kind of soap. Like she was bathing with that good, good, you know. Um, and then, you know, my mom used to always put on perfume or essential oils. Even if she was staying in the house all day, she was, you know, always making sure she smelled good. Even if she just wore a sweatsuit, she wasn't even dressed up. My mom always made sure she smelled good. Her hair was done and she had a little bit of makeup on. And so these are things that I've picked up, you know, were sponges. We soak it all up from young. Um, Y'all should know by now, it all begins with childhood. That's at least my perspective. And so, you know, I was like reared in the way of as a young lady, you should always smell good. Now, let's not get it twisted. We all may have those one off days, right? Sometimes as a woman, if you're super stressed out, it could affect that pH, (laughs) you know, or sometimes, you know, I try not to do this, but if you, you if you tend to want to try other types of deodorants, you know, some may not keep you like that good, loyal one you always go to. For me, I'm all about that degree life. <laughs> um, and, you know, even with the way the world is now, I understand it's a lot of toxins and harmful chemicals that are in day to day things like sanitary napkins, tampons, deodorants. But I'm not going to lie, y'all. Like, I'm not out here trying to smell like Funyun bags. So... My deodorant probably isn't the most healthy choice as per what society is saying. But listen, my degree keeps me. My my underarms always smell intact and fresh, <laughs> you know. Um, But yes, we all can have like a, a day where you're just a little bit off depending. It happens. But like overall, showering regularly, daily, you know, um, like cleaning yourself, brushing your teeth, <laughs> putting on smell goods, moisturizing that skin. Like these are normal day-to-day things I feel that are essential. And I'm also big on keeping a clean house. I also grew up with parents who were super clean, never grew up in a house that was a dirt bomb. The house, everything had structure, organization, and everything had its place. And my mom, shout outs to you, mama. She taught me how to disinfect and how to clean the hell out of your house, especially your kitchen and your bathroom. (laughs) Even things like blinds, you know, my mom, you know, taught me how to clean blinds and just all of those things, Um, how to get on your hands and knees and clean and all the crevices around the toilet, not just the bowl. Like I learned how to clean y'all. So I'm very big on that. And not to say that I don't have my time where I'm a little lazy and I may let my house go slightly longer than I usually would. But I always say, even if someone were to randomly show up, even if to me, my house is not up to par to most, it still is, you know, Um, but keeping house is super important. You know, I used to always say to my male friends, my brother, when he was single, my male cousins, like you could meet the most flyest, dopest, beautifulest, swagged out woman who dresses to the nines. Her body is crazy. Anything, everything that a, a, a typical man would want. And I mean that in the best of ways, men. 
and she be a dirt bomb. <laughs> I'll never forget, you know, working in the social work world, a big part of my job was to be in people's houses and to always assess it aside from safety for, for cleanliness. And um, there was like this gorgeous young foster parent. She might have only been like three, four years, maybe five years older than me at the time. Had her own place, big apartment, nice apartment, gorgeous. The way you see her, most guys would like do everything in their power to try to get her attention or try to get that number. But when I went to her house, her house smelled. She had cat. She had a cat, I remember. And you can tell that she wasn't on top of making sure the litter box was clean. Like her house smelled bad. And it was messy and like a dirt bomb. And so I remember I used to always say to the males in my life, like, Sometimes you guys got to do your homework on women that you deal with. It's not all about what they present to you in the moment or what their their outward appearance, that package presents. A lot of times, <laughs> you know, if you're not careful, she could be a dirt bomb, you know, to the point where you wouldn't want to eat from her. You wouldn't want to use her bathroom, sit on her toilet or anything like that, you know. So keeping house is an important thing. Um, I often say just not even just if you're looking to to be with somebody or live with somebody or marry somebody, just even for yourself, you know, when you're out living on your own or whatever your living situation is, I think it says a lot about all of us when it comes to how we keep our homes, how we keep our cars, how we keep ourselves, you know. Um, to me, it just it just really, really shows that you care and that you take out the necessary time to make sure those things are in order. You know what I'm saying? I pride myself. My husband and I entertain a lot, have people over our house a lot. And I take pride in the fact when people come over and they're like, oh, my goodness, your house smells so good. Or, you know, last thing I had was my birthday party here maybe a month and a half ago. And, um, you know, I was running my diffusers in the home because I don't like the cook food smell. I only like it as you're cooking it and you're like, ooh, I'm about to eat that good, good, <laughs> you know, but I don't like after everyone's eaten, after the dishes have been done, the kitchen has been cleaned. I don't like that lingering smell of food. So I'll always at that point burn a candle or run my diffusers to kind of get that smell out the house. Sometimes I'll even do a load of laundry because when I, every time I do laundry, the whole house ends up smelling like, um, like a laundromat, like a laundered, like that, oh, somebody's doing laundry, it smells so good. Like the whole house will smell like that, you know? So I, I, I like to get that food smell out. So when I had my birthday function, I was running the running the diffusers because I had heated up some appetizers and I didn't want that smell in the house when everybody was over. And, you know, some of my girls were just like, oh, I love that diffuser. I'm like, yeah, get it on Amazon, 20 bucks. Like, you know, so I'm all about like, taking out the time to make sure that my home, my husband and my home is like well kept, you know. Um, and so I, I love it when people are like, oh, my gosh, it smells so good in here. What are you burning or what candle is that or what scent is on a diffuser? Like, I truly, truly love that. And um, shout out to my parents for, for raising my brother and I in a home that was always clean, <laughs> you know, and that that was the practice. Saturday mornings, you get up. You clean your room, you do your chores, you know, um, my parents would be up and at them cleaning, you know, my brother and I had to do dishes, we had different nights that we alternated doing that and cleaning the bathroom, like, as annoying as it was then, like, I'm thankful for that, because I don't, you know, on my own, 
as a grown adult, I can get up and like know, okay, Chanel, the house needs to be clean. Let's get to it. Blast my music. Do what I got to do. So I think these are also important qualities when, um, you know, considering being with someone to to actually assess, you know, um, because we both can't be dirt bombs and we can't raise children in a dirt bomb home, you know, like there has to be some level of uh, sanitation or, or sanitariness. I know that's not a word, but like we have to like live a clean life. Once again, this doesn't mean that you don't have moments where you may kind of like, oh, like now as we speak, I need to clean, like thoroughly clean the bathrooms in my home and you know, vacuum and sweep the living room and things of that nature, which I will get to when I'm off on Thursday from work, you know. Um, however, like know how far to let things go, you know. Um, I think that that's super important. You know, males, fellas, men, guys, it shouldn't all be up to the woman and her responsibility for your home to be clean. I think that there's something to be said about a man who knows how to keep house, a man who knows how to clean the bathroom thoroughly, get in between them crevices, like I was saying before, in the back of the toilet. <laughs> There's something to be said about that. You know, a man who knows how to keep a clean kitchen. And being married, you know, um, we kind of teach each other different things that rub off on one another, right? So I always say when it comes to finances, that's where my husband schools me and teaches me and, and tries to help get me to a better place with those things. You know, when it comes to other things, such as keeping house, that's where I'm able to help my husband. You know, no, he's not a dirt bomb, but like, let's say he cooks, you know, he's a fireman. He knows how to cook. I think it's an amazing thing when I come home from work and dinner's ready, right? He's been off all day. He cooks. Um, it used to be where I would come home and have a great meal, but the trade-off was there was a, a sink full of dishes. And I used to tell my husband, like, you have to wash the dishes and clean the kitchen as you're going and cooking, you know, don't wait until the end to now want to like have me have to do all these dishes. Who is going to want after your belly is full, who's going to want to sit there or stand there and, and, and clean a shit ton of dishes in the sink. And on top of that, like wipe down everything else, the countertops, the stove, you know, and even have to mop sometimes or sweep, you know, who wants to do that? Like when I cook, you never have to worry about that. The only things that need to be cleaned are whatever utensils we use, whatever plate or bowl we use, whatever cup we use. You know what I'm saying? Like, other than that, the pots and all that stuff, that's that's done. Or whatever the food is still in, then it goes back in the fridge or however we do that. You know, I'm not leaving you with a whole dirty ass kitchen to clean. <laughs> you know, um, so that's, you know, I think that there's a way to like, rub off on one another and teach one another certain skill sets that you may have that the other person doesn't have, you know? Um, but yeah, like imagine if you're meeting somebody, you met someone, let's say you met them online or maybe you met them in person and they, you know, you go out on a date and their hygiene was off or you've been going out with them on dates for some time and, the dates have been amazing, so amazing to the point where you're starting to get more physical with one another. And then that moment happens because, you know, we all think about that moment. OK, we've been dating and, you know, for X amount of time, I'm really feeling this person. I think I'm ready to take it to the next level with them. We start to get a little touchy feely physical with one another. And then you find out that he smells. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, you guys are groping and doing all kinds of grown folk things. And you find out that this dude smells like what a buzz kill <laughs> or even for the fellas vice versa you've been kicking it for some time with this girl you know it's to the point where you just like yo whenever she ready I'm ready you know and it gets to that point where you guys take it to another level and then you're you're doing grown folk things and you find out that she has an odor you know what I'm saying um like I'm pretty sure that would be a deal breaker for most people at that point I don't think anything would that really go down, you know, unless unless it's it's been hard out here for a pimp and you like uh, I'll deal with it, you know, I'll swim with the fish, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, hygiene is super important. I think a lot of times we put emphasis on like money, how much money the person's bringing in, career, do they even have a job, you know, where do they live and those are important factors, don't get me wrong, but sometimes it's the simple things like good hygiene or or let's say the person has great hygiene you've been dating them for a month and change they invite you over you go to the house and you see that the house is a a wreck it looks like a tsunami hit it you know what I'm saying like it just looks crazy and not like just messy because you could be messy and still clean if that makes sense like it could be where you always got clothes all over the place or Things just seem to be a bit disorganized, but your bathroom's clean, your kitchen's clean, you know what I'm saying? But like, let's say that you go over to this dude's house and it's dirty as hell. It's to the point where you you don't even want to squat to urinate and use the bathroom, ladies. Like, how how would you feel about that? Like, those things matter, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so it's something for all of us to kind of keep in account, like... We gotta, we gotta keep it clean. That house better be clean. <laughs> that body should be clean. <laughs> that car, if you got one, should be pretty clean, you know? And for me, I haven't, I've neglected my car, y'all. It's bad, you know? I feel like when you're an entrepreneur, aside from the normal bills you have to pay, a lot of your, your money goes to your ventures, right? So this podcast that I'm launching, it's gonna be, um, a video, video. It's gonna be on camera as well, so you're gonna have the audio and the visual. So guess what? I gotta come out my pocket to pay for somebody to provide me with videography services. You know, every time I'm doing a move with finesse moment, which is dance a dance uh, brand that I'm building with one of my good girlfriends. She's more like a sister to me. You know, um, every time we rent. We have to rent a dance studio space to have the class. That's money. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're working on merch. That's money. Like everything when you're an entrepreneur, you're coming out of your pocket. So I say that to say this. So my car is one of the, the things that have been neglected, meaning it needs to be vacuumed out like no other. You know what I'm saying? Um, but let me tell you something. When you step in my car, it always smells good. <laughs> You know, um, and you can sit down and not say, "Ooh, you know, like, oh, I don't want to sit down in her car. She got all these stains on her seats. Like, no, you know what I'm saying? It needs to be vacuumed. My trunk needs to be organized. But aside from those two things, you know, like my car is clean. It smells good. <laughs> you know, um, and so I, I just feel like those are things when we take out the time to like 
consistently manage those areas in our life. I feel like that is just as important when factoring in other qualities and attributes and non-negotiables we may have when wanting to date someone or be with someone, you know? Um, So I love the fact that Michael Basin posed that question, you know, um, from the guys in my life, including my husband, I know that even if they're dirt bombs, they don't want to be with a dirt bomb, right? And most of us women, we I would like to think that we wouldn't want to be with a dude who is a dirt bomb either. You know, um, I could deal with a certain level of messiness, right? But like dirtiness, I can't take that. You know, you need to brush your teeth every day, twice a day, even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, those things are important, you know? Um, And so I just like to kind of have those thought-provoking moments out there. I'm piggybacking totally off of what Michael Basin, you know, posted. And he might even have addressed this on his own podcast, I'm not sure. But I love to, like, discuss these kinds of matters just to get all of our, you know, um, minds going and thinking, so to speak. Um, Because I always say, like, when you're with someone, like, for the the committed life... (laughs) whether you're married or whether you're not, but you're, you're with someone and you guys are committed to one another and monogamous to one another, at the end of the day, like, it's the simple things that help to make the relationship go as smoothly as possible, you know, um, and that's one of them, you know, living in quarters that are just outrageously dirty or it's like hoarders lane hoardersville like those are all the things that can affect you know um relationships at some point it could be the brunt or the 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 point of of contention and arguing and strife and stress and all of that you know what i'm saying like even for me i feel like when my house is not the way that i normally would have it or would want it that i'm a little off kilter i'm a little off centered you know um Or if I leave the house and forget, which pretty much never really happens, but if I left the house and forgot to like put on some of my smell goods, whether it's essential oil or whether it's um, perfume or even if I ran out the house and forgot my earrings, like certain things will make me feel imbalanced or like off centered. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I think for me, smell the, the whole aspect of smelling good is more of that whole aromatherapy thing. I think, you know, it's a calming effect depending on what scents you do wear. Um, but yeah, you know, I think those are just important things to factor in as well when you're out here in this dating world or you're shacked up with somebody or married to somebody like, you know, before it even gets to that committed level, keep your eyes open to the single people out there. Keep your eyes open for what actually, uh, how the, how, whoever you're dating is living. You know what I'm saying? Like the quarters, the domain, um, in which they live, like, how they are. Even at my job, you know, most of us working people spend a lot of time in our jobs, sometimes even more time than we spend in our own homes. And so I work in the luxury retail world where we all as a team have to work together to keep the store clean. And that includes bathrooms. You know, every Tuesday, somebody is scheduled to clean the bathroom. We call it Toilet Tuesdays, right? And so today was my day to clean the bathroom. And I literally, you know, they all know with me, when I clean, I clean, you know, like you smell it like, oh, it smells like somebody's cleaning in here, you know, and I pride myself on that because even though this is not my home and the last thing that I really would want to do is clean yet another bathroom. I already have three that I have to clean at home, you know, um, it is space that we all use. We all occupy the bathroom. And so it's important that it is clean. So when it is my turn to clean, I'm like 
cleaning, hands and knees, cleaning. Same thing that I do in my house, cleaning the crevices of the toilet, behind the toilet. I'm probably one of the only ones that mops the floor in there, you know, um, and it's two bathrooms that we have to clean actually. And so like I'm in there scrubbing, disinfecting like crazy because, you know, the bathroom holds a lot of germs, you know, I don't want to get sick. I don't know about anybody else, you know, so it's like, you know, I try, I take pride when I put my hands to do anything. And that even includes cleaning, you know? Um, and so it could be a cultural thing. It could just be how I was, you know, raised to really like get to the nitty gritty hands and knees, get busy with it, you know? And I'm sure many of you raised the same way, you know, may have that same kind of practice as I do, even though it's backbreaking and don't always feel up to it. It still is something that needs to get done, you know? And so every time I went into the bathroom today, and smelt like that lemon fresh Lysol disinfectant smell, because those are the products that they use at my job, you know, I I was like, yes, it smells good in here, you know, and I want for everyone else who's occupying these bathrooms to be like, yes, this shit is clean. This is good. I feel comfortable, you know? Um, and so it's just something, I think, a skill that we all should develop at some point if we don't naturally have it and something that, you know, we should Keep in mind when we're joining forces and dating other people, how they are with their own bodies, how they are with where they live. You know, that says a lot about a person, says a lot. Like I, I always say, when I'm in people's cars, I'm always like, you know, observing it, it. Call me crazy. And I know I can be. But I think even how you keep your car says a lot about you. You know, I know people who have amazing high-end cars in life and sometimes it's like, eh, you know, I'm glad my husband is even into like smell goods in his car. He drives an Audi, very nice car, luxury car, um, and still takes the time out to like make sure that it smells good. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it says a lot about who you are and just, you know, a level of home training that I feel like in today's society is like not even really the way it used to be. There's something to be said about having that good, good home training. But anyway, I'm not going to continue to talk your ear off. Please remember September 21st is when I'm officially launching this podcast roundtable style. And for those that are like, but this is your second segment or episode, what do you mean you're officially launching it? Meaning Candid Talk with Chanel is not supposed to just be about me and what I feel and think. It's also supposed to be about the perspectives of others um, regarding deep-rooted, controversial, thought-provoking topics, as well as uh, a place, a safe place to be able to share your story, your hardships, your struggles, your triumphs, your successes, your overall journey with hopes of inspiring, motivating, and encouraging others. And so when I say that I'm officially launching it, I'm officially launching, I guess, the roundtable side of it where it's not just me. I don't want to call them interviews, but I will also be having those candid conversations with great people who have done and who are doing um, or who have overcome uh, a lot in life. And so that's what I mean. Yes, every every here and there you will get one of these kind of segments where it is just me. But really this podcast is designed for me to share this space with others. And let's get to the nitty gritty about that real real. Um, so please, September 21st, don't forget, look out. I will keep reminding you, probably annoyingly so. <laughs> um, and yes, hopefully the two segments that I've done, including this one, kind of wet your whistle a little bit and get you ready to rock out with me. I'm trying to take this podcasting thing to, I'm trying to take it to a place where it's like, yes, you know, um, 
I really feel like this is one of my strong points and areas and abilities. And I would love to be able to just continue to reach you out there and talk to you and encourage you, make you laugh. We're going to be playing dope music in between. Like I'm super excited. So look out, um, continue to follow me at Complex Simplicity 09 on Instagram, Complexed Simplicity on Facebook, and go to my website, ComplexedSimplicity.com, my YouTube channel, Complexed Simplicity. Subscribe and let's do this. Love you all. Thank you for listening. And until next time.